Hey, it's Davon. And Trayvon. Thanks for tuning in to That's That's All I Have Is Opinions. Hey guys, this is Trayvon here. And today we're going to have a sit down, get to know Davon a little more better. You know, I know Davon much better than a lot of other people just because I'm around him more often. But I want you guys to see and know Davon the way that I know Davon. Oh God, I'm not ready for this one. So it's like a little, not what I say interview or what I say a Q&A. A little mm-hmm. of both. It's a little of both because then also we had a poll out on Instagram and we got some other um, subscribers and some friends of ours to ask some questions as well. But before we get into that, <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. I'm really um, ready. It's gonna, we're going to touch on a little bit of like d- younger Davon, growing okay. up Davon. Let's see where this goes. So first question is, how was Davon growing up? He was a very difficult child that spent a lot of time in the principal's office. He had attitude issues, control issues, anger issues. He was a lot. Sound like he ain't changed at all. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he's changed. So like, what is one of the things that landed you in like the principal's office growing up? I got into a lot of fights. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. I, I would snap. I would go from zero to 100 and snap. No footage? This, this I would love this to is before, see. Yeah, I'm, I'm 32. This is before cell camera phones. Oh, wow. So, within Ben principal's office a lot. What was like education within you? Like, were you a scholar? Were you able to maintain stuff? Were you low? That's what made you snap. Like, coming from an educator, this is that's a cute question. Um, let's see. I was an average student, but because I was in special needs at the time and didn't feel I needed to be because I had ADHD. And when I things wouldn't go my way, I was I would Kirk, as my mother would say. Okay. <laughs> I would have my bursts of anger and outbursts. Oh, this is new information. This is what I didn't. Yeah, know. I, I said I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be as honest as I possibly can. So basically, the school that I work at is like an inclusion school where it's like you are a general learner kind of person, but you have behavioral problems. Mm-hmm, that was me. So it just like. You were ahead, but like people treated you as you were low. Uh-huh, so that's would, what caused you. And this. they would cause me to go the hell off. Oh wow! Like don't don't draw attention to my flaws. Okay, so what elementary school did you go to? Merritt. It's now closed in DC. Okay, and then middle school. Um, I went to middle school at W. Bruce Evans. No, I went to Bernie. I went to Bernie Middle School over there by the big chair, Manacosta Station. And then I went to W. Bruce Evans on East Capitol. And then off of high school, I went to Spangon. Is any of these high schools are still open? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only one that's, the physical school is open is W. Bruce Evans, but is it like a charter school now or something? Okay. 
Um, that wow, I never knew that. This is gonna be a very in- informative episode. So, okay, when was it that you ever got out of special education? Mm. Middle school. Okay, like that transition beginning yep, of it. The transition to middle school. It was like it's no more special education yeah, I was, for you. Did, you with the regular people. I was tired of fighting. I'm like, let me just get my shit together and push myself to focus. Oh wow! I need to kick that back in and focus now. Oh wow! It's gonna be my thing for this episode because <laughs> I'm about to learn some new stuff from you. You're gonna you. learn a lot of a lot of new things about me this episode. Hopefully, so, I ask the right questions, huh? God help us all. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. Okay, so talked about elementary, a little bit of middle. Um, how was high school then? Um, high school was fun. I was in one of the popular cliques. I made honor roll twice, I think. Out of four years. I wasn't. That wasn't a goal, but it was. <laughs> it was cute. I, I never failed. A, the only class I ever failed in high school was geometry. Nah, I made honor roll twice. Like that's a huge Ooh, geometry. That was a bitch. That bitch made me go to summer school. And so, what was like the highest GPA that you ever got? Mm, Three point seven. Okay, the one that landed you on a row. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. Okay. I um moving on. I suppose be serious with this, all right? <laughs> as serious as we could be together. Okay. Um, I'm laughing with you, not at you. Just just to clear the air. Okay. So, around what time was it that Davon identified with? Homosexuality. Thinking back, elementary school, but acknowledging and when I was when I was present day mind, I would say middle school. Okay, so when did I, you? I, yeah, middle school. You came out in middle school, or you just identified? I identified. I never had a coming out, but I identified. You never had a coming out. I was found out. <laughs> there are differences in this community. I didn't have a coming out. I was found out. Okay. So who was the first person you actually told out of your mouth that I'm gay? Hmm. Hmm. Who was that? It wasn't. I, mean, I think it wasn't until high school until I actually told someone. I was able to verbalize that. I think it was. My friend Dewan, I think I told her. Yeah, it was Dewan. The best friend? Yeah. I told her. So who was the first person to find out about you and tell everybody? My mother, of course. Your mother? What? She found my um my cartoon porn stash. Like the comic book like, kind? Yes, yeah, like the comic book kind. <laughs> <laughs> I was at um one of those away camps one year in middle school, and I, I guess the the week I left the week I the weekend I left I left my room a mess, so she decided she was gonna go in my room and clean. Well, that was nice of her. Yeah, uh-huh. so nice of her that she lift that mattress up to, to change the um the, the skirt on the um on the box spring. 
and found my my comics and and like the novels. This was back when you could order magazines and stuff through the um ninety nine cent subscriptions and uh-huh. get like twelve things. I had comics and novels. Yeah, I came back that weekend and went in my room because I saw she cleaned it. I said, "Oh shit!" Stacked, uh, checked under the mattress. It wasn't there. <laughs> she ain't said a word. Ooh. I go and I go take my trash out that I brought back with me, and I go put it in the trash can outside. I'm like, "Oh, there it is, ripped up in shreds. Oh, tiny, tiny pieces." So there's no piece in the shit back together. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, mama said, and didn't mention it for a while, a long time. What's a long time? A few months. So was she okay? So how what what was the conversation like when she finally said something? It wasn't a conversation. It was that religious. Cause God know everything you do, and everything you do ain't right. So you better get yourself together. Thing, one of those type of conversations, talk to ish that the black mothers do. Don't say black mothers. That Don't the religious, Baptist, traditional black mothers do sometimes. Oh, oh it, it's okay. I've, I've worked through some of that trauma. I'm gonna say, do it make you feel some kind of way now? Thinking about it. No, her walking in my room sometimes thinking I was asleep, anointing me with oil. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> praying over me. Child, she could have her finger in the oil. How did that rush that Yeah. While you were asleep. While you were asleep. Oh, wow. I was. Oh, gosh. That happened on a number of occasions. Especially when I got older and started going out and staying out till like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. You need a hug? I'm, no, I'll work through that. <laughs> wow, that's, that's actually. That's going to be a question that I ask later, and it's like coincide with what we're talking about now. But we're gonna. Oh well, actually, that is the follow up question. Oh God, because we talking we talking about how you came out. Um, what was some past traumas that you still currently hold on to now? Ooh, I would say my uncle's suicide. I still have a like there was supposedly a note left but at the time I was in elementary school when it happened so no one ever told us what happened or why mm-hmm. we just know he committed suicide that has always still bothered me um my abandonment issues with my mother mm. being sexually assaulted in middle school Those top, those three right there were were enough to sh- to shape the character I am today. Uh huh. Oh, there were places I wanted to go with those conversations, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just threw a whole lot in your lap. Yeah, you mm hmm. Yeah, and it's a I, whole lot over here, child. But it also looked like I don't know if you want to talk about it. That's not. Because <laughs> okay, I can see it in your face that it was like, um, yeah, if you want to go there, we can go there offline. But right now. Much, much so that. Okay. Well, can I ask you just one question? Mm-hmm. The person who sexually assaulted you, was it a female or a male? A male teacher. Oh, wow. And it was a teacher. Jeez. Okay. Um, let's take a quick break. 
Because <laughs> I need you to get I, yourself. I think, I, think, I think Trayvon needs a drink. I'm going to need you to get yourself together. And then when we come back, we'll talk about how you got into the party business. So Those are some fun stories. So we're gonna, Those are some light fun stories. We're going to lighten the load because that, I don't know. That was a lot. Younger day one had a life. So yeah, yeah. we'll take a break and stay tuned for the next part of that's all I have a pants with our sit down with Davon and Trayvon. Welcome back to our sit down chat with Davon. So we talked about your childhood and your <laughs> upbringing, um, and now we're gonna go into a little bit of Davon and party promoting. Now this is a fun segment. Okay. Um. So the first question with this is, what got you into hosting parties? Um, I started in the scene 2007-8-ish. Um, I was, I had friendships with a lot of the adult entertainers. And this was before they started making like club appearances in D.C. Mm-hmm. And I was like, y'all should come to D.C. they like, do you know any promoters? I'm like, no, but I can reach out. And then it got like that. My first party was with K5 back at Mirrors. And we did Oh my gosh, I miss Mirrors. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was that fun was time. a place to be. Um we did um someone his one of his themes and it said featuring Black Rain. And I had Black Rain come out. It was back then when you had London D Trap Boy I think Midnight or something like that. So I was I was a booking agent. And that's how I got in the door of the nightlife in D.C. Then I started prom- promoting their parties. I started promoting K-5 parties. Like, I was on the street team. So before parties, you were more so into adult entertainment already? Yeah. When did you get I- into adult entertainment? <laughs> <laughs> After those comic books got ripped up, child. When I when 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 I discovered the internet in Coco Dorm, <laughs> you was about to have wine all over your couch. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I that's how I met a lot of the guys in the industry. I was friends with them via the Coco Dorm chat room, where everybody else was trying to sleep with them. I would just didn't have a conversation because I had nothing else to do. Oh yeah, chat rooms. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite chat rooms? The Coco Dorm ones. Cause you met a lot to, of people I, through there. I met a I met a whole bunch of good friends through there. Okay, so you told us about the first party you hosted with somebody. What was the first party you hosted as a single solo artist? My first solo party was actually eight years ago, two weeks ago. It was Obama's inauguration party. I did it um, back at the old mobile. Mova Lounge back there was on um was it off not off U Street. I did a um an inauguration event. It was packed. Both floors, the rooftop. Well happy anniversary to you. A happy eight year anniversary. It's I'm I'm getting old. I mean we all growing up now. Cause child the first party I wouldn't even know the first party I went to of yours. I just always knew that you were either with this person, that person to say what was going on. I always would see you outside as I'm in the line saying, 
oh, he's with me. Come on. <laughs> and just grabbing people. And I was like, I'm going to be that person eventually. I'm going to be on that level. Come on, Damon. Pull me, pull me up front. Run me to the front. Oh, I hate working the door. I hate it working the door. That was one of my shortest lived positions. No. So, within all the parties that you were promoted, who was like some good people that you work with? What were some easy people that you worked with? Um, some of the easiest people I worked with were K5 Entertainment, that's Lenny, Ignite DMV, Curtis. That's my boy. Um, Omega Entertainment, that's, that's Mac. TNT Productions, that's Tink. He did. He was in charge of the dances at Stadium and Remington's back in the day. Oh, and Damon is easy to work with. Who? Damon, Lit Parties DC. Oh. Okay. And so we got the good. We always got some good. Oh no! And then oh yeah, then there's like um I haven't worked with them often, but then there's like Dana District, Reggie. I used to I used to do the dances for Reggie. When he first started. Oh, so you're talking about when eye candy became a thing. When, when eye candy was the mother. That, that was, was the D-I-C-H-T. That was going to be the next topic, sir. But before we go to that, we got to talk about the bad. Because um, with every good... We don't have to talk about the bad. We, why not? <laughs> why not? I mean, you can always plead the fair. We, we, can, call a, we can call a thing a thing. Uh, um, well, we're actually going to document it with who was the bad clients or the bad people that you worked with or not bad but like the harder tougher people to work with um i would say if you saw my clients back back when i was in entertainment field um mr cali was not difficult but his ego was very large that was a porn star, porn star. I had to think about it. And then probably a difficult promoter to work with is Xavier. Because Xavier is Xavier and it has to be Xavier's way. And Xavier sometimes doesn't have the proper tone when speaking to people. <laughs> I'm trying to be as nice as possible. You sure? Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to leave that. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, not to... But when it's a, your baby, you decide to put, put your passion into it with how you speak to people. And I can, I can say a thing or two about that, but we're not going to go there. Okay. Uh, so, within that, you already started talking about how, like, eye candy or you bringing models to functions. Where did eye candy DC, eye candy men DC come from? Eye candy was formed because I have all the cute friends, like everybody loves to say. Devon, you don't have no ugly friends. I was like, you're right. And then people, I would see like the club, club promoters looking for models or somebody to be cute in their VIP sections. I was like, I know somebody. So when I would start getting the guys for bookings, I was like, I might as well make this a job, make some money from this. Which was born Eye Candy Men DC. And we started doing like the impulse events and stadium and bottle service at some of the clubs with the unpromoted with the LGBT promoters, go go dancers. 
and let's not forget that you 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 were you were there. You're you're one of those family members of eye candy. Child. There are pictures to prove it. <laughs> you threw me. You always throw me in some shit now. So about how many events slash parties was eye candy featured in or hosted? About how many events total? If you can give me a number. We had a good run for about a year before I became too. I my workload became too much for me to manage. We had the launch party, the anniversary party, the parties with um, Ignite DMV at XO. We had Stadium. Yeah, we had a good run. Oh, I miss Stadium. I miss Stadium. What was it? Meatloaf? Meatloaf Saturdays. <laughs> um... So, do you plan on making a return for Eye Candy? Man? It, has, it has been on my mind to, to rebirth Eye Candy into a neutral gender, um, a gen, a gender neutral business. Women, men, and trans. So, yes. There's a rebirth coming. After the pandemic? After Corona. Because, you know, Corona and fucked up all my money and all my businesses. Okay. That's what I'm... Where the money reside. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. Okay. Um, next question. Um, who were some of your favorite models that you enjoy working with that was in eye candy? Oh, that's easy. You had Tarzan because he was always willing to do whatever party I needed him to do and was always available. There was there was Prince. He was always bookable there was will he was always there to help in front or behind um there was you who's you y-o-u you did a few parties when, when when somebody would fall and fail and couldn't make it you you were right there to put on your little undies and be cute santa's little helper oh the messed up <laughs> part about that was it was so many messed up parts about that. <laughs> that was not my job title. That no. was not your job title. But you are a good friend and you roll with the punches with me. Okay. And it also <laughs> took a lot of alcohol. <laughs> oh, I remember. Because there are pictures. Okay, we're not going to keep going there. Well, maybe we'll post those for Throwback Thursday. Ah, smack the <laughs> hell out of you. Okay. And just like earlier, there's always some good... Who were the difficult ones to work with? Not, what to, tar- I, not to tarnish nobody's brand. What I can say with, with my eye candy models, there weren't any difficult ones because I handpicked everybody. If I didn't think I could work with you, I didn't pick you to, to, to put you on the roster. Well, I, I know for a fact we had some people that was always tardy for the parties. <laughs> who, were, who were some of those divas within the group I don't recall who those divas were if you if you if you recall it ain't my interview so <laughs> I wanted to see if you was gonna spill the beans I don't recall who was tardy I don't recall you sure I don't hmm if, if, I think I, I feel like it's on, sitting on your mind on your heart it's, it's, it's on my mind and on my heart I was just trying to figure <laughs> out if you was gonna say 
what needed to be said. I, I, I really don't remember. Okay, who were some of the people that I had to fill in for? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, EJ. He, he was just always busy. I was, there we go. He, he was booked. I worked with EJ a lot. Um, we were booked. Who else? Anybody else? No, but I do remember another one that was always down to help and always available was Monty. That was, yeah, that was. Oh, a little R&R podcast? Yes, from a little R&R podcast. Monty, yes, one of his previous endeavors was working with me at Eye Candy. Okay. Such a doll to work with. Yes. All right, and with that, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of your caring interests that you have. So stay tuned. Keep listening. Hey, it's Devon. Thanks for tuning in to That's All I Have is Opinions. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share with a friend. Also, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Devon and Trayvon, one word. D-A-V-O-N-A-N-D-T-R-E-Y-V-O-N. Now, let's get back to the show. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Okay, so to continue on with our sit-down chit-chat with Davon, the Hamilton Entertainment, the <laughs> madam of it all. Child. Alright, so let's talk about some things that are currently interesting to you. Um, especially because it's a pandemic. You've been in the house a lot. What have you been doing during this pandemic? I've been cooking. Cooking? I've been cooking. Chef Boyardeeing it up? Um, that and cooking from scratch and playing with recipes. Plant with infused recipes of the Madam Pothead. <laughs> so what is one of your favorite meals to cook or favorite things to cook so far? Um, salmon, because you can play with that palate, that um, that taste palate very easily. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite dish so far that you made with salmon? Was it stuffed? Was it? It was my crab stuffed infused salmon with some with my edible weed honey on top. She was delicious. Come on, man. And what did you pair that with? Um, it had some some macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it had macaroni and cheese, and I think some collard greens. Oh, all cooked or store brought? Cooked. I don't. Okay, I had to ask for the people because the girl said she'd been up in the kitchen. There has been proof on my Instagram of me cooking. You been with your heels on, cooking with your heels on. Mama back, mama back old. Okay, so what else you been doing? What are some other things that interest you? Um, I've been getting more um involved in my advocacy work, studying, getting 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 to know the community more that I'm working with. Okay, not just coming in from it as the, from the perspective of do the do what I got to do and go, but being involved and invested. Okay, so taking the initiative and learning some more about it. Mm-hmm. All right. What about and maintaining this lovely home? Oh, the loft. The loft. 
Mm-hmm. She, she looks good today. Does she? She look like she could use some dusting. <laughs> my, my maid, my maid has been off since the pandemic, so I've been trying to maintain this this massive loft by myself. All right. Yeah. So, what about your social media? What about like TV? What's been going on with that with you? Um, I've been trying to maintain my brands while we're in the midst of a pandemic. So I've been creative with my my Twitter and Instagram for my other businesses to keep people engaged. We started this lovely podcast. You've been binge watching anything? Um, let's see. What have I been binge watching? I rewatched Madam First, um, Madam Vice President. No, Madam Secretary. That's the show. Madam Secretary. I rewatched Designated Survivor. I just restarted Queen Sugar. Because I saw it from a, a later season, so I said, let me watch it from the beginning. I need to get into that show. I heard it was good. Then, of course, I've been binging my Netflix stuff. Any current shows that you're on top of? Um, There's a show that my my friend made an appearance on. Um, one of the reality cooking shows on Netflix about remaking Takeover Food. So I just started watching that. Who? His name is Daryl. Okay, because I've seen that show where they like would use like takeout or old takeout uh-huh. and they have to revamp it to like a, a nice meal. My friend was on episode three. Oh, uh, let me actually give that a more look into. Okay, um, and so being here in this loft of yours and you know being alone, how is that on your mental? It's been very. I've had my good days and I've had my bad days. Can you elaborate with that? Because I deal from depression. That I I can I battle with depression, so being alone isn't always good for me. So I'm always hitting you up or hitting up my other, our other friends. Like come over, because me being alone for too long isn't cute. The the the, the voices start to talking. So what is it like when? you decide to hit us up and we're not able to make it, then what happens? Those are long nights. Or nights I try to sleep a lot. Oh, let me get a hug. Virtual hug. <laughs> but no, I've, I've, I've gotten better. Okay. That's why I started cooking more, playing this PlayStation. Playing a PlayStation? You getting a PS Five? What I, I got a I got a four. She do she could do all I need. Oh, just was asking because I don't play those <laughs> things. I would she just do play all I need and call it a day. She plays the two games I play: wrestling and Division Two. Well, I'm surprised you didn't talk about reality TV because you're like the gossip girl of reality TV. And some of my friends like to say they think I work for Bravo. <laughs> I wish. Andy cut him a check. He posting and retweeting all the other stuff every other time. I, they, they could hire me. I could I could help with the casting and producing those storylines because they could use some help. <laughs> all right. So let me see. Within those or even talking about that, if you can pick one housewife to be, it can be from any season, any franchise. Um, which housewife would it be and why? 
I, if I could be any housewife. Mm-hmm. Ooh. This is going to shock many people, and, and, and maybe not a few, but it would be Heather DeBro, Real Housewives of Orange County, when she came on in season, her first season, which I think was their season six or seven. Child, I don't even watch it. That that definitely just threw me off because I thought you were going to say like Portia. But or, no, no, no. Or, uh, I will be Heather because Heather was coined down. Oh, so you'll be stable marriage. Kids with kids with level headed. So give me my stable marriage, my level headed children, and my bank account with my huh? thirteen bedrooms and bathrooms. So okay, you talking about? So we had a question <laughs> from somebody, and they asked, "Describe your ideal husband." Okay. Um. Mentally stable, communicator, um, extrovert, because both of us can't be introverts. I can't be in the middle and you be the opposite of the middle. I need you to be extroverts. Um, Alexa, next. I don't know what this song is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say between... Five six and five nine. Five six. Oh, this your husband? I can do short. I've I've been I've been known to told I've, I've been told a few times I have a type. The the little short ones. And fragile. <laughs> um. Able to. Able to be dominant when needed. Able to be submissive when needed. Um, open to children. Family oriented. Financially stable. That's a lot. There are some. I, I would give and take for some. That's a lot of checks on the box. Th- th- those are not checks on the box. No. If you, my number one check on the box, if you're able to communicate, if you don't have that, I don't need you. So if you can't meet that one, I don't want you. After communication is family oriented. I'm 32, baby. I, I, there needs to be a next generation after me. Okay. Number three is financially stable. Those are my main three. Okay. You ain't got to be rich. You just got to be financially stable. All right. So we've been talking about your husband. What about your friendships? What are your um, opinions on your current friendships that you have? Because you're in a lot of different groups, girl. I'm in. I'm in a lot of. I've, I have a lot of circles. I can. I've been known. I can float through circles. Yes. Um, I would say my friendship with you and Sebastian is top tier. What? Oh, 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 hush. Um, yeah, there are some friendships. There are levels to the friendships I have. Swing my weave. <laughs> throw it back. Yeah. You're, you, the friendship with you and Sebastian is top three. Okay. What's, what's the, what's the top three? Just go there. 
Me and Sebastian, that's one group. Um, I would say my friendship and associations of the real gays of DC is which what I call us. That's me, Keith, Tay, Antonio, Rudy. There are a lot of branches of that tree. Okay. It's like a housewife franchise over there. Okay. There are there are friends. There are friends of. It's a cute little circle over there. You live your life as as if you are. Back then, I really did. We were brunching every no, Sunday. No, you still do now too. Oh no, I was worse the, back then. Okay, and then the last group within the top three. Um. Hmm. I would say that probably that's probably Sean. It's like those top three friendships or friend groups. And what are some traits within all those friend groups that keep you? You all of those, they don't mind. You all do not mind calling me on my shit when needs to be done. When I need to be called out, you all know when to check me. Most of you know my mood swings, or know when I give a look, it's like okay, he just leave him, let him be. Beginning of this, (laughs) that definitely was the beginning of this chat where it was like, okay, girl, let's take a break. Um, you all are familiar with my. Alter egos, you know when Devon is out, you know when D'Angelo is here, you know when the madam comes into the room. Like you all, you all know those alter egos, and you can hang with all those alter egos. Some people can't take me in all of my forms, and that's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I was waiting for you. I think mm-hmm. that's about it for me on those. Okay. Well, so now we're going to go into some other questions that was asked. Not from myself, Uh, but from people on social media. Here come the social media questions, y'all. It ain't that many, because some of them were already pre-asked, and I just threw them into there like it was really, really cute. Father Jesus and Christ, be with me. Why you got all that? Because the girls on Twitter and Instagram like try sometimes. Well, so, since we, because you are a social media person, you got a lot of different... You know, outlets, you got a lot of different brands and different companies. Um, And you like to be on social media. You got a lot of friends, or whatever case may be, and you support a lot of friends. So here was a question that was asked from somebody, and it was, how many OnlyFans subscriptions do you have, and which is your most viewed? Hold one moment. But you about to check it out. I'm about to, I'm about to take the count. Come on now. Because baby, you support them hoes. Support them <laughs> hoes. Oh, he's scrolling. It's a long list. Um, It's six. Oh, child, I she was scrolling like it was like a long no, list. No, I went, I, went, I went up and down. It's six. Okay, and so who is your most viewed? What's their OnlyFans name? Bomb shall tell. And if you, if you figure it out how to spell it, it's, I mean, what they be doing? What they be posting on it? It's just, it's just, it's, it just piques my interest. Okay, what about it? Is it the body? Is it's it the everything the, for me? It's the everything for you. Mm-hmm. They got hair? No. Oh, they bald headed. They not bald headed. They have more hair than than me, less hair than you. 
Well, bitch. <laughs> they ball hit it. So, no. <laughs> Alright. Um, here's another question. You are asked to go one month without sex, social media, or tequila for $30 million. Which one are you living without? What are the options? Options? It's sex, social media, or tequila. For 30 days? Um, yes. For I'll go without sex. I should have took that off the list. <laughs> I should have took that. Okay, so if it was social media or tequila, which one would it be? Social media, I gotta have my tequila. Child, I will give up tequila. Send that. Okay. Um, another question is, what's your views on polyamorous couples? I'm here for it, support it, and would participate in one if if I found the right to if I found the right partnerships. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I I have a different view on relationships. I'm not. I'm not trying to fit into that box of. Oh, you ain't traditional. Not at all. Not the. We live a good, good life. If I'm happy, you happy. That's all that matters. So I could be in a polyamorous relationship. I could be brother husbands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see how I switch it up right there. <laughs> oh shit! That came out of nowhere. <laughs> um. Oh, that threw me off. I had to throw a little liveliness in there. But that's all honest. Like, yeah, I'm not... There's no box. I'm, I'm not into that, the box thing. But your dream husband got to fill those three boxes. Communication. Why you had me smoke before this, see? Why have you what? You shouldn't have me smoke before this. I didn't have you do anything. I just said that I was on my way, popped up, and you already said that she was high. That's on you, not on me. I don't recall the conversation going that order, but okay. It's perfectly fine. If you want to make me seem like the bad guy, I can be the bad guy season one, episode four. Perfect. <laughs> Here's the start of it. Um, okay, let's move on then. As far as that's all I have is opinions, what is your big concern moving forward? Um, I would say us building a fan base, listenerships, growing our numbers. Okay. The conversations have been good. Our relationship is good. And I love the flow of the conversations and the flow of um how we do things, so... I'm happy with all that. I'm just... It's the listenerships. But if they come, they come. They don't, they don't. We'll still be here giving our opinions. Hmm. Just don't... I ain't trying to get canceled, girl. <laughs> okay? I know we could still do it, but I ain't trying to be one of those people to say something and I get canceled. We'll be here. Okay? Uh, because... That's if we make it to season two. Well, we'll make it. You already said we so, have. You already said that. So, mm. so nah. I said I agreed to that. Yes, in Chicago, you agreed to a season two. Oh shit, I did. <laughs> Was I drunk? See, I, that doesn't count. You shouldn't have said it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna take an- another break. Um, this will be the last break, and we'll get back to you with a quick game of this or that. Stay tuned.
Alright you guys, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We're going to wrap this interview up with a quick game of this or that with our guy Davon. Hey. Um also, let me just say this, Davon. Thank you for letting me in a little more deeper into your life. Um I definitely was shocked at some things that I heard. Um but I'm I definitely sure a few people will be. But I definitely do not look at you any differently. Love you more. Now I, mean, I know that you were um, a little delayed. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, I do love you. Um, and I definitely love our friendship and how where it has grown to be. And the continuation of where we're going. Um, especially as business partners. Because clearly you asked me to be a business partner for a lot of things. Um, but as far as business and personal... Real freaking ride or die. Hugsies. Mind you, on our break. <laughs> mind you, on our break, though, Devon kept talking to Alexa, ex Alexa to play Meg, <laughs> the Stallion Radio. And I'm like, who is Meg? <laughs> she wants to know that. She is not a person of color <laughs> where she understands Meg is the full name for Megan. She don't, she, she don't know black language. They need to upgrade her. She lived, she listened to everything else. But anywho, I just thought I'd share that because the, the girl's dumb. <laughs> she is full right now. Um, and I guess this was going to make this part much more funnier. Oh god! All right, so you ready for the game of this or that? Sure. All right. So the first one is Instagram or Twitter. Twitter. It's gonna go everywhere, so it's it's I'm not gonna sure. be it's not gonna be just like I'm right. sure this goes everywhere. All right, housewives of Atlanta, candy or Porsche? Porsche. I knew that. Love or money? Love. Chino or XL? XL. Yes. <laughs> All right. Twenty one twenty or Crew Club. Despite popular belief, I've only been to one. It's twenty one twenty, so I'll have to go over there. I've been there several times. For those that are listening, <laughs> those are bath houses. So you only want the one ever in your entire life. I've only been to twenty one twenty. Hmm. Okay. K five or Xavier. K five. Okay. Um, light skinned boy with a fat ass or dark skinned boy with a big dick. Mm. Are we biting the lip? Why can't I have both? Because it's this or that. Choose your choice. Light skin with a fat ass. Oh, because you got a dark skin already in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh. Okay, last one. Um, and this is for the shits and giggles. Oh, God. I, I know what question this is. What question is this? I'm like, go ahead. You can finish. Okay, from our previous guest that was on last time for our PPG, for those people that don't know, it's Powerpuff Girls. Davon is... 
Bubbles, Sebastian is Buttercup, and Trayvon is Blossom. Within the last question, Sebastian or Larry? You both play different roles in my life. Um. Oh, Miss Girl. <laughs> Just say you plead the fifth and be like Sebastian. I plead the fifth. Just be. <laughs> I am not stepping on that landmine. Um, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't do Davon or Trayvon, so it had to be a, um, a yeah. switcheroo. You both play different roles in my life, and I love you equally. I'll take that. I'll take that. Thank you so much. Child, I, I we out. It was not. Mm-mm. Okay. That was a true plead the fifth question. Last question though. Oh, God. Yes! I got you! Flashlight or dildo? Dildo. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that was all for That's All I Have is Opinions with Davon and Trayvon. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And tune in for our next episode when we turn the tables. And it's my turn <laughs> to interview Trayvon. Please, you guys, please share with a friend. We want some more followers. We want some more listeners. We want to make That's All I Have is Opinions with Davon and Trayvon a thing for 2021 and to continue to grow. Please spread the word. Please support us. Um... That's all we ask. And just like the Nini Leaks meme, support me, bitch. Um, that's all we're asking for. We're two colored homosexual men trying to do something with our lives. And also be a listening ear for you guys. So until next time, make sure you share your opinion with us. And we'll see you soon. Bye.